Hey everyone, uh, we're back with a new video. Today we're talking about 8.15 and while we were recording this, 8.15.1 has been released. Uh, so we'll uh, drop a sentence on that release as well. Um, yep. So let's get to it. I'm Paul Keetlaags. And I'm Willem van Zandvoort. And let's get started. Um, we have a different setup. Yeah, we're going to try something uh, new. Yeah, we're going to try something new. Yes. So uh, we've been thinking about it, and basically everyone can scroll through a blog and uh, read the release notes. And even though we, we, we picked those things uh, out of the release notes, uh, we thought it would be more fun to show some more of the stuff in Studio Pro, if applicable. Uh, so that's what, what we're going to do. Today we have a release that is uh, that has some features that yeah. we can show in Studio Pro. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's do this. The features we're discussing right now have been released in 8.15.0. However, there is a hotfix release, uh, 8.15.1, and apparently, if you suppressed your warnings in uh, 8.13.0 or 8.14.0 or something like that. Um, you couldn't open your project anymore in 8.15. So su suppressed warnings in a previous project resulted in not being able to upgrade your project, basically. And, and that has been fixed in 8.15.1. So you know what to do if you run into that issue. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so um, let's dive into Studio Pro. What's, uh, what's the first thing on the menu? Um, do you want to start with the, the biggest one? Yeah, let's. We can we can be brief about this one as well, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Okay. So so the first one on the menu for today is the Mendix Native Mobile Builder. Yep. And it's basically that sentence says it all. It uh, does. Previous, previously, there was uh, when you wanted to build a native app, you'd have to um, build your app using a command line interface, uh, which was possible. And if you used it and you were used to it, it, it was OK. Uh, right, you can't show it because we don't have a native project here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, nice, of course. <laughs> I was looking at why can I click this, but I, I guess yeah. because I don't have my navigation set up correctly. So if I would add native mobile, we would have something. Oof. Nice. Wow. OK. So, so the the native to continue my uh, my, my story, yeah, my story. Yeah. Um, the native mobile builder uh, is a graphical user interface on top of the command line interface. And uh, the cool thing about this, without diving in too many details, is it's a standalone application within Studio Pro. Mm -hmm. So they can, uh, for example, if Google or Apple uh, introduces new requirements, they can update the native mobile builder uh, independently from Studio Pro. So there won't be any need for a new Studio Pro release to um, adhere to those new requirements. That is a great feature. Yeah. That's Especially cool. with something new like this. Yeah, and they uh, can quickly push, push fixes uh, without having to publish new Studio Pro releases. Mm -hmm. And I guess it will be updated automatically, and then you can uh, yeah. benefit you saw the, the new features. The screen when you, 
Yeah, when you when you opened the native mobile builder, you saw the screen uh, has been updated. Yeah. And that's basically what it does. Every time you open it, it checks for an update, downloads it, installs it, and uh, you can use it. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's just it's just a more easy way to build your native applications. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, without diving into too many details, uh, that's because we are going to publish a separate video on this subject because it's such a such an important, uh, well, new new feature in the the, the Mendix world, world. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna um, record a separate video with a special guest about this subject. So stay tuned for that real soon. Yes. Super excited for this. Yeah. Because I think the um, the blog. Uh, mentions it well uh, briefly, but mm-hmm. I think it deserves a lot more attention. Yeah, and that is one of the reasons why we uh, are going to make a separate video on this subject. Next on the list is the new microflow expressions. So there are a couple of new microflow expressions, okay. uh, which are pretty handy. Um, mm-hmm. There are four. We have calendar months between, calendar years between, daytime to epoch, and epoch to daytime, and especially those. Okay. Last two, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty common to use in, uh, for example, on a, an interface, like yeah. an API. Um, we had to use the community comments for it, uh, which was daytime day too long, I guess, some, called something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't need to use the community comments for it anymore. So we have, for example, calendar months between. Yeah, and you can... Add two dates, I think. Mm-hmm. So, for example, current day time. Yeah, well, for the sake of uh, because we just type integer long, should be used. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's of a, course. This is a integer. Okay, that's some great stuff. Yeah, I like Easy that this is supported uh, out of the box. I agree. Totally yeah. agree. Quick win That's for it. them, I think. Even though I absolutely love the community comments, uh, the less you have to use it, the better. Exactly. The less we have to depend on um, third party, third party, mm-hmm. because it's first party, but still, still. App Store content, um, yeah. the better. Uh, next on the list is uh, on change behavior for text boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you could always select an on change. Well, always. Way back in the in the day, not but uh, you can select an unchanged microflow on a text box, for example, and that that microflow would be executed as soon as the user leaves the field the microflow is configured mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Uh, now, however, you have two there's options. a new property. Yep. So you can execute your microflow while the user is still entering data. Yeah, and and you, can, that, you find it in the events tab. Yeah. It's below the unchanged behavior. Yeah. So when, when you select the property, you can uh, you get an extra option, uh, which allows you to set the interval. Uh, so in this case, every 300 milliseconds, uh, the mark flow will be executed. Yeah. So if I would have an unchanged, say for example, well, call a microflow to do some calculations. It will be triggered every 300 milliseconds. 
Yeah. Um, which is uh, pretty awesome, uh, especially <laughs> a business uh, to consumer, I think, because we're all used to being able to type into something and then uh, having that value be, be stored in the state. I saw this being used. They use it as a validation. Mm -hmm. And even though that can be useful, it can be, it can be pretty user-friendly, right? Uh, giving Absolutely. your user feedback at the time you're typing instead of having to fill in every field, press save, and uh, seeing everything you did wrong, basically. Yeah. Um, but this requires a lot of microflows. It does. If you want to do this in a, in a regular form. Yeah, like so usually when you would create some, some validation, you would have like one big microflow that does the val yeah. validation. At least that, that's uh, what we do in our convention. You press the save button and then you have a big validation microflow. Yeah. And in this case, if you want to do the validation in an on-change, uh, that would require you to create a separate microflow for each field that you would validate in your on-change. Yeah. Uh, that results in a lot of microflows. Well, that, that is okay. And the maintainability is also quite quite easy but i don't know i would only do this if it is explicitly necessary to do so yeah exactly i, th I think yeah. this one comes with a with a warning uh, yeah so, so even though the feature is cool tread lightly mm -hmm. yeah and uh do test this when you when yeah. you uh, implement it so so don't go and build complex logic in your unchanged microflow Mm -hmm. and execute yep. it every 300 milliseconds because um, that will have a, have a negative effect. Exactly. But that's, that, those are basically the new, the new features we wanted to, to discuss. However, there is, uh, as we like to call it, one dishonorable mention. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not groundbreaking, but it can, be, it can be a bit annoying. Annoying, yeah. yeah. So if, if you're so, like, like, like us and you create... <laughs> Uh, a lot of sub microflows that that do some some calculations that are create an object and they re return that object and you drag that into your microflow it now yep. has the name variable and that goes for everyone that yep. you add everything is called variable so the first thing you would have to do when you when you now drag a uh, a microflow that has a returned object or i think a variable as well um you would have to press F2, uh, rename it to restaurant. Well, in this case, I don't exist, but you get the gist. Yeah. I think this is so annoying. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Especially if you have a day of heavy microflow building. Yeah. <laughs> this will uh, this will take time. Uh, yeah. I can assume this is an easy fix. I I, uh, I assume as well. Th this has to be fixed in. Uh, they probably could have fixed it in 8.15.1 as uh, as well, mm -hmm. but uh, this has to be fixed in 8.16. It definitely has to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it for the dishonorable mention. Yeah. Um, apart from that, so let's take uh, a look at the improvements and uh, sure. see if there's anything worth mentioning that we can yeah. put in the video. We improved the customization of styles for the text box, text area, and drop-down native widgets in their focused state. So you can mm -hmm. uh, style your focused state of those widgets for native apps. That's pretty, uh, oh, pretty that handy. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> the last oh. one is a pretty, uh, pretty nice one, too. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's very cool. Image resulting classes, property in widgets designed properties and multi-line text, so it is easy yeah. to read. So it was a it it was a text box, and if you had a lot of design properties, yeah, you couldn't, you had to select all and paste it in a different window to see all the resulting classes. And now it's a multi-line uh, text area, so you can easily see all the resulting classes. Yeah. So instead of it being a uh, <laughs> a single list, yeah, awesome. Okay, so no issues. Ah, there it is. Yep. <laughs> So that's a known issue we just mentioned and that has been fixed in 8.15 if you have suppressed warning settings. Yeah. And then uh, I've consumed OData service with a new version from Linux Data Hub. You update it, to close the document without saving, the blue arrow icon will no longer be shown to notify you, notify you about the available update for that service. Okay, so kind of like a refresh issue on a Data Hub side. Yeah. Yeah. All right, haven't run into that yet. But it's nope. uh, it's good to know that that it's an issue for Data Hub to work properly. I think this this is necessary. But yeah, they'll probably fix this real soon. Yeah, I assume this in eight point sixteen. This uh, this will be fixed. Yeah. So that's it for uh, eight point fifty. Uh, yeah, eight point fifteen and eight point fifteen point one. Yep. I think it's a it's a decent release. I like yeah. the fact that there are a lot of fixes in this release. Um, I suggest if you uh, have uh, a, a, an issue, check the fixes list. Uh, yeah. And well, obviously, native mobile builder is like Big the biggest release. the biggest thing in this release. Um, yeah. Like we said, be on the lookout for a new video if you want to stay up to date. Subscribe to our channel, and uh, well, we get a message when the video is live. Apart from that, we had the new microflow expressions. Yep. Which is a good thing. Pretty decent. And on change behavior for text boxes. That was it. What, what, what do you think? What's your uh, verdict? Uh, in general, uh, good release. Native Builder is a great addition, uh, really powerful. And I can see this becoming huge. The, the daytime is really handy, not ha uh, be dependent on community comments for that anymore. Um, the the unchanged behavior can be useful, but I personally I would stay away from it. I think, yeah. but that's personal taste. I agree. So all in all, it's worth upgrading to eight point fifteen. It seems. We hope you found this video informative, or entertaining at least. Hopefully, more entertaining. Uh, by viewing it directly in Studio Pro as of just scrolling to the release notes. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're very curious to hear what you think of this new uh, little setup. So please leave a comment if you think this is, uh, is this, if this new setup is cool. And again, stay tuned for our new video on the Mendix native mobile builder coming real soon. All right. Close it off. See you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye.